This is Life Invented. Invent the life you want to lead. Invent the life you want to lead. Be creative. Be challenged. Be the solution. Go Broncos. Welcome to the Life Invented podcast presented by Santa Clara University. From campus life to what it means to learn in the Silicon Valley, we explore how to be a global citizen in an era of change. Join us as we explore the intersection of technology, experiential learning, and social justice. We're asking the big questions. How do we use these tools to create a future that we're proud of? And how do we invent the life we want to lead? This is Life Invented. At the end of a typical Santa Clara University student's first year, 95% come back for more. And life as a Bronco means a lot of things, including where you live, who you hang out with, where you study, and party. As you start to envision what your life might look like at SEU, all sorts of questions begin to swirl. Will I like my professors? Who will I hang out with? What will I do on Saturday night? Good thing is, we got answers. It's a beautiful day in Santa Clara, and on this episode, we're chatting it up with three undergrads who found their answers to these questions. Coming up, you'll hear how these California kids navigated through the decision-making process of dozens of college applications, discovered their path, and are working to achieve their limitless potential as we speak. Come along and live vicariously through the experiences of these Santa Clara Broncos. All right, lady and gents, we'd love for you to share your details, you know, introduce yourself, or as we say around here, please dish yo deets. Well, I am Nathan from the class of 2017, uh, mechanical engineering major. I've grown up my whole life in San Jose. I'm really passionate about music um, and then also about social justice. Uh, so something that's been uh, really cool for me at Santa Clara is seeing those two interrelate. I actually have a concert this afternoon that's really kind of tying those two together. Those are both really big passions of mine and just kind of seeing how the two can impact each other is a really cool thing. Cool. Miss Uma, please <laughs> dish your deets. My name is Uma. I'm the class of 2017 as well. Um, I'm a psychology and public health double major with a biology minor on the pre-health track. Um, I am a millennial. So my family um, ethnicity, I would say, is from India. My parents immigrated in the early 80s. My passions, I'm really interested in science and medicine. And I think my public health major has really allowed me to kind of explore this idea of what global health is. And I think I'm really passionate about the intersection of how you can use technology to kind of help mitigate any of those issues or the power of technology to kind of start helping to solve all of these issues. Nice. <laughs> All right. So, Alonzo, please dish your deets. Um, I'm Alonzo. I'm from Los Angeles, California. I am a millennial and uh, made my way up to Santa Clara somehow, some way. Uh, I'm a bioengineering major currently. I don't know if that'll change. Hopefully not. But, you know, this is where we are right now. Um, my passions. Mm. I think just like Uma, I really want to bring healthcare to underrepresented communities just because I feel like a lot of people in my family have been in situations where they haven't been able to get the access that they do need. And I think that that's just a social injustice in itself to be in a system where you're set up already to fail and then you're not able to get the resources that you need in order to get out of that failing situation. Yeah, man, that's a huge area of need, especially with all the talk about healthcare and the access to healthcare going on in the country right now. Uh, Alonzo, I'm curious, so what kind of high school student were you? Let's see. 
I was always really happy, just happy to be able to like get an education and be around like-minded people who wanted to get education and wanted to push me past like my limits. And I was, I mean, I was blessed to be able to have teachers in an institution where, that wanted me to be better and always pushed us, even though, even if we were like, oh, we've kind of hit the ceiling. They were like, no, you got to keep going further. And uh, I think that was a blessing. So I think I was always, I was almost like a sponge in high school, just always ready to soak everything up. I'd probably say a leader. I was class president every year in high school, so that was. <laughs> I think I think Casual. you could remove probably. <laughs> I, I think your resume states you were indeed a leader. <laughs> so yeah, a leader, but definitely someone who just wanted to help others, and someone who wasn't scared to admit that he was wrong or that he wasn't the best at something, but was always on that path of growth. Yeah. So. Actually, my senior superlative that I got, they like were voted on by the entire class was um, was chatterbox. So <laughs> I definitely was a chatterbox. Um, I would also say I was a teacher's pet, but that was just purely because I really enjoyed a lot of the teachers that I had in high school um, and really connected with them. And I think that you know, the one thing that my high school did teach me that I think has been really important during my time here at Santa Clara is knowing how to fail and like come to terms with failure, not feel like that failure was defining who I was in that moment. All right, Nathan, what about you? I didn't get an official high school superlative, but I would say probably most likely to be involved in one too many things. (laughs) Um, I just really didn't know how to like kind of limit myself and decide what to actually get involved in. Um, I tried to Tried to be the straight-A student, didn't always succeed. Um, tried to be involved in music on campus and sports. Got involved in a musical, led a, a church retreat, uh, stuff like that, and could never really find time to just, like, be a person, I think. Kind of involved and then not super settled, I think would be a good way to put it. All right. Uh, and Nathan, what about you? How many college applications did you fill out and send? Yeah, so I applied to 12 colleges. And I, I applied to a couple of those schools that have like the 5 to 8% acceptance rates and kind of knew I wasn't going to get in. When it came down to it, there were really only two schools that I was seriously considering. That was Santa Clara and then another school that I was looking at, um, which was more um, engineering-based. Um, and a big part of that decision process was deciding whether I wanted to come out of college being a like really good engineer or a really good well-rounded person. And I got the feeling from the other school I was looking at that I would come out of there being a really strong technical person. I would know how to engineer things. I would be design-minded. But when it came to things like philosophy and ethics and social justice um, and music as well, I wouldn't really be able to experience those. Uma, tell me a little bit about your decision process. What does that look like? I am the most indecisive person. So no wonder college was so difficult for me just because I was like, you know what, I need to apply to as many, see what all my options are. And my parents were just so excited the day I deposited because they were like, we're done, we don't have to worry about this. Um, But kind of backtracking a little bit, I did apply to a lot of different schools. And I think the reason why I did that was because I wasn't sure what kind of school I wanted to go to. I didn't know if I wanted to go to a large school, a small school, private school, like public school, religious, not religious. And so what really came down to me was two schools again. It was Santa Clara and then a large state school in Boston. You know, if I decided to go to Boston, you know, the first year might be a bit rocky, you know, not having my family, who I consider one of my biggest support systems, being able to only come home like maybe two or three times a year. I knew it was going to be a transition, but I kind of think I had my mindset on Boston just because a lot of my friends were like East Coast, best coast, like bye, like we're going to go and like explore and then eventually come back. So I think because of that, I always put Santa Clara on the back burner. But 
but then um, I remember I came for an acceptance night at Santa Clara where, you know, I got to stay in a residence hall. I got to, you know, take a class. Um, and I instantly met a student that was also in the same boat as I. And we were just kind of talking about what types of schools we were looking at and, you know, why we were like interested in Santa Clara. And I think that that weekend really helped me resonate that I think a smaller school is probably where I'm going to be more conducive. I liked the idea of going to a private school. I went to public school my whole life, but I thought that there were more resources allocated. My, my dad was stoked. He was like, you're staying in state. I'm so happy. We're going to be close by. <laughs> my mom was, I think, the only mom out of my entire friend group that was disappointed that I was staying so close to home. She was like, you really need to get out of California and explore what the world has to offer, Uma. Alonzo, how did you navigate your decision process, you know, as you got down to your short list of college options? One was in Boston, and it was like a medium-sized school, and uh, they actually recruited me for baseball. And I was like, oh, I'm going to love it. I know I'm going to love it. We touched down. It's 45 degrees with a 10-degree wind chill on a Sunday morning, and we hop in a cab, and the cab driver goes, oh, this is such a beautiful day. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, uh, that's the first red flag. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so, and then uh, we get to the school and uh, we're touring the school. The tour guy was really nice, but there was just this lack of welcoming energy that I, w- that I was missing from uh, that university. And um, I just couldn't see myself fitting into the, the quilt of that university. I just couldn't find my niche there. So that kind of threw up another red flag. And the fall, actually the following weekend, my dad and I came up for preview day here at Santa Clara. And then as we walked around, everybody had smiles on their faces. It was sunny that day. It was <laughs> better. So it was just all around a better experience. And I could find myself fitting into the school. Okay, okay. So speaking of touring the campus, I know that there are palm trees and cool architecture and rose gardens and all that good stuff. But in addition to all that, like what were the other first impressions you guys had when you stepped on this campus? I think something that I noticed at Santa Clara, which seemed like a small thing at the time, was that people didn't have headphones in their ears when they were walking around, um, which stuck out to me because at a lot of other universities I had walked around, that was a common thing. And I think the reason that stuck out to me is because it seems like a really small thing, but when you stop and think about it, it like speaks volumes about the campus community that as you're walking from class, you're not kind of in your own zone, but that you're really willing to kind of be out there and meet people and talk to people, say hi to people as you pass. Um, and also with the size of the school, you know that you're going to see someone that you know on the way to class too, so you probably will say hi to them. Um, during my first couple of days here, during my first year, I really noticed that people were um, really willing to kind of go out of their way to meet people. Um, what struck me was that it was the sophomores too that really wanted to get to know me because I lived in a residence hall that was um, first years and sophomores. But the fact that sophomores who kind of had their established friend groups were still willing to meet the first years um, and talk to them and just kind of be mentors for them really stood out to me during my first couple of days here. What's really great about the community is that it's small enough that you're still, you're able to get to know people, but it doesn't feel like high school where you know every single person or every single person's business. Um, And I think that that sweet spot size has really been helpful in terms of classes, getting to know professors. As a senior with two majors, I pretty much know every student in all my classes because I've taken multiple classes with one another. Um, That's kind of one of the few things that has struck me pretty early on. Uma, Alonzo, Nathan, 
Thanks for sharing your decision story with all of us and the details behind how you chose to become a Santa Clara University Bronco. Thank, Thank you. you. Go Broncos. Go Broncos. Coming up on part two of this discussion with these three, we dive into their lives on campus, including a bit about their living situations, what they do on the weekends, and they have some special advice for any and all of you going through the process of deciding which college campus you will call home. You don't want to miss all of this and more on the next episode of Life Invented. This is Aldo Billingsley from Santa Clara University urging you to invent the life you want to lead. You've just listened to the Life Invented podcast presented by Santa Clara University, and there's so much more to explore. Visit us at scu.edu slash podcasts and learn more about Santa Clara's commitment to innovative and inspiring opportunities.